Welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hi, you. Welcome back to another episode. We are in the Live Launch Secrets episode series, and we are on secret number three. If you haven't already, you can go back to episodes Uh, 92 and 93, I believe, with secret number one and secret number two. And what we're doing is really unpacking the complete live launch method that we implement with our clients and also that we have been using for years to attract and enroll dozens of clients at a time. And this is ultimately the best way to grow to your next level. We know that this is going to be the thing that really elevates you in the market, really allows people to know you in a different way and and is like the best way to build relationships with your audience. And of course, I could go on and on about all the benefits, which I have and I will continue to. But on today's episode, what we're talking about is the stage three which is the actual launch event. So two episodes ago, we talked about the groundwork, which is stage one, and really the proper planning process and the things you need to consider and make decisions around in order to really set yourself up for success. In the next stage, which is, uh, I believe, episode 93, we talked about the launch runway which the idea there is to really ensure that you are giving your entire launch process the momentum it deserves right we use the analogy of the airplane and like literally a plane cannot get in the sky directly from the runway it has to have the 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 maximum runway to really gear up and create momentum and so when we think of the launch runway that is really the season or the time if you will that you are focused on building all that buzz around your launch event and so today let's talk about your launch event and this is one of my favorite topics because I love so much to design launch events in a very unique way I this is one of my zone of geniuses and when we're mapping out our launch events with our clients This is something that we take into really careful consideration because the launch event is is really an extension of your brilliance. It's going to uh, be the thing that's going to determine uh, the quality of clients that you bring into your your, uh, ecosystem. It's going to really serve your audience at such a higher level, but it's also something that we consider is like an offer. So when I'm designing a launch event, I'm packaging it up like I would a offer, like a program or a product or service. And I'll talk about the three elements that go into this, which is exactly how I design a scalable offer. But something that is super helpful to know is that 
the more specific your launch event is, the better. So as you probably have experienced, the market today is really, really noisy. And what we're seeing in the industry is that specificity wins. And we're seeing this in messaging. We're seeing this in offers. And although your content and your brand should be fully representative of you as a person, not just an entrepreneur, but how you're embodying, you know, your own philosophy and your concepts and your methods, when we think of a launch event and really asking somebody to take time and commit to showing up during that time for something, the more specific your quote unquote promises for that launch event, the better. And when we get too colorful or too broad or too vague with our message in in any scenario, right? We talk about this in our organic content. We talk about this in an offer. If we're saying things like live your best life or lose weight or build your business or you know, discover your purpose, these things used to work, but they do not work anymore. Now, you'll probably see uh, some leaders in the industry that have been around for a while that have some messaging like this, but even then, something to consider is a they are building in specificity in other components of their funnel that you may not be aware of. But also, they have the leverage of volume and also credibility that is setting that is working in their favor but when you don't have those things when you don't have hundreds and thousands of followers or email subscribers or you don't have the notoriety in your industry yet you have to lean on dialed in messaging very specific type of language and promises and offers that is going to instantly attract and or repel. So we want it to do both. And a lot of people will say things like, well, I can help everybody. Like when I ask who it's for, it's like, well, anybody. I was actually just having this conversation during one of my lunch duty um, uh, Tuesdays. So if you uh, if you've been around for a while, you probably know that I do lunch duty once a week for my middle schooler. Um, I was hearing about some things that were happening in his school and that I, I didn't really love. My husband and I were like, oh my gosh, he's been there for almost two years now and we really didn't even know this was going on. And, you know, his middle school doesn't have like the greatest reputation in the community. I mean, it's been around even since I grew up here. But he's he does so well in school. He has a great group of friends. But when I was hearing about some of the things that were going on, I was like, dang, like I felt that in the in that moment that I was learning about that I just felt really disconnected from his educational experience my daughter will not allow me to come in and help out anymore and part of me wants to resist that and do it anyway but I'm trying to honor and respect her space anyway I was um on break during a lunch duty talking to another lunch duty and he is a retired vet um, but he's super young. He's in his 40s. And he was talking about basically starting his new, uh, like a, a private con, uh, investigative slash consult, consultative type of work. I promise I'm going somewhere with this. I just took you on a little pivot, but I'm sure you appreciated that. Um, and 
Um, so he was saying like, I really love investigative work. He had a little bit of that experience in the military during his time there. And it's something that he really enjoys. And I said, what type of investigative work would you do is, you know, are we talking about like corporate type of like, you know, uh, uh, money laundering? Is it more like, you know, spousal cheating people, you know, you have those people that like hire, see in the movies. I don't even know if that's a real thing, but he did say it was side note. Anyway, so I, my mind is kind of like, okay, investigative work. Like there are so many areas in which that could really apply. And and I said, what, what really, like, what direction do you think you'll go in? And he's like, well, I could, I'm just going to, you know, market to everybody. Like, I just want to, I want everybody to know that I can help them. And I was like, that's just not going to work. I'm sorry to break it to you. What happens is people go looking for a very specific type of expert. And when you can, and it's not even just the bi-directional. So you have people out there looking for exactly what you help them solve. But then when you are, when you are putting your message out into the market, and you have a very specific message, those people will be like, oh yes, that's what I need. So it works two ways. It's, it works for the people that are looking for you, right? But then it works for when your message is going out to really pull people in. And the the more specialized, the better. Now, now that's not to say, like we, I'm reading this book um, and it was recommended by one of a, a client actually. And and while specialization is key, what we want to bring in is sort of the comprehensive experience and stories behind that. And this is where it is truly the art and science. We talk about the art and science of live launching so much because I can give you this entire framework. I can even give you an entire step-by-step roadmap to um, your launch event. And we do. We tell you, we show you how to design it. But ultimately, you have to pull in your own voice, your own shared experiences, your own journey, because that's the thing that really differentiates you. Yes, it's your specialty and your expertise. But once you combine that with your really big, holistic being of who you are, that's what's going to really pull people towards you. And so all this to say is that we really have to narrow in and go deeper so that people can see us for who we are and we bring them closer to us by then showing them the rest. And so when we think about designing a live launch event, we want to really think about things like um, what, like when you design an offer, right? Making a promise. What is ultimately the promise of this offer? What is somebody going to walk away with either knowing or doing or experiencing, right? So our launch lab, um, three day, uh, virtual event was us show, like if you look at the page, it's like learning how to activate volumes of clients at once with a really powerful, you know, launch event or whatever. And so I'm being specific in like, this is what we're going to teach you. It's not about growing your business, although obviously that's a part of what it does. That's a part of the messaging. I'm saying things like you need a live launch process to grow your business, but it's specific. The vehicle is clear. And when we start to look at the three big lucrative money-making spaces, right? Health, wealth, relationships. 
if we stay too high in those red oceans, right, we talk about red and blue oceans. Red oceans are where all the sharks are feeding on the same fish. So it creates this bloody mess. This is where um, I, you know, picked this up from Russell Brunson, I think, and also read the Blue Ocean Strategy book. I'm huge on positioning. This is really one of my zone of geniuses. But when we think about that red ocean and where all the sharks are feeding, right, creates that that red ocean. And what we want to do is carve out a blue ocean where there's very few competitors. And what we want to do is create a category of one. That's a, that is our... Uh, that is what we do for you and and it's in every scenario it's in your offer it's your in your message and it's in your launch event so when we think of a category one message for a launch event you're going to be so much more thorough about how you position that because the better you position your launch event the more likely you're going to have better people coming in and you're going to see your in your um, your conversions increase because it's directly aligned with your offer. You're just going to have a better client experience. So when we think about your launch event, the first step is to really go deep and think about a, a, a really powerful position you can use um, on a topic you could teach that's going to be in line with your offer. And so my preference is to usually look at, when we teach this inside of Launch Like a Queen, what we're doing is we're looking at your overall framework. And some of you may not even know that you have this yet, but if you did take the time to look at the steps that you take your clients through to get them from point A to point B, that's your framework. And there's going to be several things within that, right? We know in 10K Content Collective, you have to have, we help you create an irresistible offer. We help you create um, content that converts and then we help you sell on the phone. Like those are the three big pillars of that offer. And you have to go through each of those things to be able to get clients consistently, which is the ultimate promise of 10K. And so when we even use that as an example, when I create a launch event, I'm going to pull from one of those aspects to create a little bit more specificity. Now I could, we and we have, gone more broad where we're talking about the overall framework and so we get creative with the name the the positioning of the launch event by saying things like we've done one in the past of overlooked to fully booked how to um, use organic marketing or how to use your organic content to um, get fully booked as a coach right so if you notice though, and what we're doing in that was we're showing the overall framework and kind of touching on those three things and opening loops, right? And so if you look at that though, I'm still being specific, right? I'm talking about fully booked, like a fully booked coach, right? I'm talking about organic content. I'm not just saying, you know, grow your business or get fully booked. I'm talking about how I'm going to show you how to do it. And so the specificity is there and, and, and people are clear. So when people are looking, which we know people are saying, I want my content to convert. I want more clients. That is going to be a perfect match for them. So that's an example of more of a, like a, using more of a framework style to, um, for a launch event, but you can also go deeper. We've done ones where it's like design your high ticket offer, right? That's one pillar of the overall, um, framework of, of what we teach in 10K Content Collective. 
And so, and if you look at Launch Lab, what we did is we really gave an overview of our launch process. And just like we're doing here on the episode series, I'm teaching you parts of each of these processes. Now, one of the things we haven't even touched on yet is like, well, what is your enrollment process? How do you enroll volumes of clients at a time, right? There's there's still parts and pieces there that I know you're going to need um, in order to really make this work for you and grow to multiple six figures. And so I'm letting you know that though. So what we have to do is just be very clear about the fact that this is one part of the overall puzzle. And a lot of people aren't even saying that. So we'll talk about the offer invitation in the next episode and more about the pitch and what that looks like. But during this launch event, your primary responsibility is to give value. But here's what people do. And the title is, is <laughs> I put in this in the actual title because I know it will re- really resonate with a lot of you because we hear this so much, is that uh, over-teaching. You're over-teaching in your launch events. Now, I do not ever stand for pitch fest. So the last thing I want you to do is just bring people to a launch event and just pitch them on your offer. However, when you give too much how-to information, what happens is your people either just feel overwhelmed and they're like, you know, walking away feeling like bloated, right? Like they've ate too much and, you know, and if you even put yourself in that position, like it's very uncomfortable or completely satisfied which is great but then there's no need for your offer and so what we want to do is we want to give value in a way that really helps them um, think differently feel differently do differently helps them see really a that what they desire is attainable that is your number one objective and I most people don't do this and this should be you should be doing this in your organic content as well If ultimately, and a lot of people say that they want these things, but at their core, they actually don't believe it's possible for them yet. And so your primary responsibility is to really help them overcome that limitation and basically give them permission to go after what they truly desire and do whatever it takes to to get it. And so when we have uh, that, um, you know, and you do this through storytelling and testimonials and helping them see that the only thing standing in their way is themselves. And so if you think about, you know, I'm going to give you, even if you do a really good job positioning your offer and you're giving a little bit of value here and there and you're opening loops for your offer, even if they want your offer, if they do not believe that they can succeed they will not be ready to buy. And this is one of the most overlooked components of any marketing asset is that either subconscious or conscious belief that your potential client has that success is is not possible for them and or what they desire is too far out of their reach. And so while they're, which is most likely in any niche, whether it's health, relationships, wealth, business, whatever, they find themselves spinning. And while they think it's strategy or what they're missing, it's really just a belief problem. And so we have to help them see that. So that's part of your job during the launch event is to break that down and really help them see the simple path forward. But you're also overcoming additional objections, right? 
that's not the only objection they have. They already have some preconceived beliefs about your industry, about the solution you provide, about you. And so we're building that know, like, and trust and also really helping them see um, the the limitations that they're currently bumping up against. An example of this would be even during Launch Lab is that people believe in order to have a really successful live launch, they have to have a big audience. And so I help them see that that's not the case. I, I share examples of clients that didn't have a big audience and had a very successful launch. I tell a story of when I had my most successful launch with our smallest audiences and show the numbers with it to even say like, you know, even if you only get 20 people to sign up for your, you know, masterclass, if you have an average conversion of, you know, 10 to 20% because you have such a small audience, right? One to two clients. Um, I think that's, yeah, two to four clients might be. I, I, I'm not going to do quick math, but still, even at a two to four K price point, you're still sitting on, you know, a five to 10 K month. And so, so many people have this belief that like we need more of something in order for this strategy to work. But I want to help them break that down by showing them specific examples, statistics, the numbers, etc. And so this is your responsibility, whether it's weight loss or, um, you know, helping people become better piano players, like you have to show them and not tell them, right? We have to show them and you can do this through the venue of, or through the vehicle of storytelling and, and I love statistics so much. This can really help overcome these. So we have a lot of bits too, that we use throughout the launch event that helps, these stories become more anchored in them and you probably if you watch any of our events there's there's a handful of bits that I use over and over and over again and so I share these with our clients but you will also learn your own right those things that really hit people the right way and when you ask for that feedback and you ask people if it's resonating you can get a good pulse on like the things that you should never stop talking about in your launch events, no matter what the topic is. So that's your responsibility. When we think about quote unquote teaching, we're, we're really aiming to overcome objections through the venue or through the vehicle of storytelling. And also we're starting to drop into these little nuggets of value based on the topic you that you decide on to help them see the simple path forward. Now remember, they do not need a ton of how-to information. What they really need to just see is that path and and you need to sell them on that path, okay? And so part of example like an example of this would be inside of Launch Lab is I'm doing a lot of selling on the live launch process itself. Why does this work? Why is it a required part of, or why should it be a required part of your business model? Why will it take you to multiple six figures and beyond? Um, who it's for, who it's not for. And so I'm doing a lot of that. The, just selling the big idea and helping people re- really really anchor to that belief that this is something that they absolutely need to learn in today's industry as a coach and so it's really selling that big idea too but when we really move toward if we're giving away all this how-to and all the tips and all the steps and all the things 
it's not going to do much service. And so what we focus on, and again, this is going to be very specific to you, your industry, but most more importantly, it's going to be specific to the topic you teach. And it's harder for me to um, do this without giving very specific examples. But in Launch Like a Queen, what we do is we take, we break it down, we break your topic down, and we look at the why, what, how. And we're first selling the why, right? Which is an example of what I gave you. We're like, we're selling the why. Why is this so important? What's the big idea? Most people don't have a narrowed down idea enough. So it's really hard for people to really grasp that. You know, if I didn't have, if it's like, this is the one thing. It's like, what is the big idea that you want people walking away with? Knowing that, oh my gosh, this is this, this is what I need. And so we have to identify that. That's the why. We're selling the why. And then we're moving into the what. Okay, what does this look like? And if we go back to the launch lab idea or example, I'm going down, I'm, I'm giving them the what, the framework for a live launch. And this alone is, and people are, their minds are blown. I'm barely teaching. If you notice here, if it, yes, I'm teaching, but mostly I'm really helping you see the way. The how and the implementation, that's only something we can do with you as a client, right? Because it's going to be specific to you, to your business and, and your topics and your offers, your message. And so I couldn't even really do the how. But if I give you a framework and I help you see a plan and I really help you see the simple path forward, then not only are you really sold on the idea that you need a live launch process in your business, but now you see me as the expert that can really guide you through that process. And there's an open loop there on the how. Okay, so I understand what I need to do, but like, can you actually help me do it and implement? And that's when we grab people that are ready for our offer. And so when you think about how this applies to your niche, it's really dropping into the why and the what, and then literally saying, like, we're going to do this together. How we do this is dependent on, you know, really specific on you and what your desires are and really going deeper together. Because the truth is most people really know how even if I give you the how to it's it's just hard. most people just can't do it by themselves they can't do it on their own and so we really want to focus on the why and the what and this is going to look and feel a little bit different every time you do a launch event it's also going to be based on your topic but that shift alone will create such a a more transformational experience for your people because now they are sold. They're sold on themselves for one because you've now really helped them see that their desires are possible. But they're also sold on an idea so that they can stay focused. So it's like if you help women balance their hormones um, and you're basically showing them that they don't need to go get have like artificial hormone replacement or whatever HRT what is that hormone replacement therapy and it's all just about like shifting a few things in their diet you've just saved them from this pain and suffering of like going through um, hormone replacement therapy because not only have you told them that there's a better way but you've also probably shared with them that 
that could actually do them a disservice. Now, I'm just kind of making this up a little bit, but I do have a little bit of insight into this topic and I have some clients that teach this. But again, just as an example, most people think that they have to teach a lot in order to create a really powerful experience, whether even if it's in your organic content. But really the gift you get to give them is a new way to think and a new way to see and kind of free them from their old belief patterns, which is the very thing that is keeping them stuck. And so when we go back to the balancing of the hormones idea or example, right, it's like, okay, you don't need this thing. Um, Instead, it's really just this. Then it's like a no-brainer if you're like, this is what we do together in my program. We dial in your nutrition um, so that it complements your hormones so that you're not crazy you're not irritable you feel so good you lose the weight you're high energy and also you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on hormone replacement therapy that's actually going to wreck your body anyway and it's just like okay sign me up so that is how we think about these things and that is how we create transformations right it's not necessarily that um the the how-to that's going to give that big lift in how they're feeling it's really the the why and the what and so when you're going into those really thinking about the content in that way now let's talk about the different types of launch events okay so when there's all sorts of things and you can see now anymore everything is everything it's like you know a master class I've seen now is like I've seen them being sold for like six hour, like a six hour masterclass or whatever. Traditionally, how I define these is a masterclass is a little bit shorter. It's like a 60 or 90 minute experience. Workshop would be a little bit longer, a couple hours where you're actually workshopping with them. And then you have like a multi-day event, which is a series or a training series or a boot camp or a challenge, right? So it's really when we think about sort of the naming of these things, it's less relevant. What really you want to focus on is A, what would my avatar appreciate? So we have some obvious niches where it's like a multi-day event, not so much, right? We have, um, I have a a client who works with corporate executives um, in tech, right? They're not going to sign up for a five-day challenge. <laughs> um but will they sign up for a quick hit 60 or 90, 60, 90 minute masterclass? Absolutely, right? So there's going to be some obvious niches where it's like one is 100% better than the other when we think about like how long we want to spend with these people. But when we think about the pros and cons of each, some things to consider is the the attention. So where a 60 to 90 minute masterclass is a little bit more quote unquote easier to deliver because it's faster, you don't have as many logistics as a multi-day event and it's just like a quick one-time thing, you have to be really dialed in in your messaging because you don't have a lot of time with them. So not only do you have to sell them on your big idea, you have to overcome objections and also pitch your offer um, you, right, you have to do that all in less than 90 minutes or so. Now, of course, I do, I'm always like experiment, right? Maybe you want two hours with them. So it's a two-hour masterclass. Like really breaking away from sort of the traditional ways of doing, you know, webinars or, or challenges, you know, five-day challenge, whatever. What we're, again, thinking about is how much time 
do do I need with them but almost but also what makes sense for them and so the shorter amount of time you have with them the less flexibility you have to get to know them a little bit better for them to get to know you and so you have to keep that in mind and so when you can really master the skill of a shorter event like a master class 1690 master class that's a really good skill to have and don't take it lightly. Like we have a lot of clients that are doing master classes and they're converting really well. And they um they're feeling a little bit discouraged because they didn't hit their goals. But I'm like, you're what you're building right now is you're taking a cold, a pretty cold lead to a to a buyer in 90 minutes or less. And that's so powerful. So think about it. You can like literally, if you decided you wanted to get a little boost in cash. In the next couple of weeks, you could, you know, whip up a masterclass and, and and run through this live launch strategy, and it's a really good skill to have. And so I'm always like, when you can do it in 90 minutes or less, that's a that's a really incredible discipline to build. So keeping that in mind, but multi day event while you have longer to spend with them, and we do prefer multi day events. Um, for like our middle tier avatar. We know that our higher end avatar, like people that are going to multiple six figures, seven figures aren't necessarily attending multi-day events. So we have to be um, really cognizant of that. But um, we we prefer those multi-day events because again, they're a little bit more experiential for us. I, I like to design that that way. But you have to hold attention longer. And this is, again, people think that like, well, there is a huge drop off, so it's not working for me. Well, it's normal to have some drop off from day to day. And also you just have to understand, you know, that's part of the process. But getting people to come back, that's another skill you just have to master. How do you get people to come back each day? So there's pros and cons to the shorter, you know, masterclass type of style to multi-day event. And I really encourage most people to experiment with both unless, again, you have a really obvious niche that's just going to need, you know, a masterclass. And so keeping that in mind, but every time you do these, what you can think about is pulling from different angles and topics. Now, we have repeated this same launch event several times over. Like last year, we did the content lab, I think like six or seven months in a row. And we had people sign up for several in a row. And, and you know, two to three uh, events later, they, they became a client. And so... I just say that to say that like just because you did it once doesn't mean you can't do it again. Now after some time, like I love, once you have the confidence in this system, this live launch system, you have more flexibility and capacity and like bandwidth to just experiment with new topics. Because when you have the fundamentals there and you know how to effectively take people through this process, you know how to build momentum, you know how to fill your launch events, you know how to close, you know how to um, enroll. You can do anything with it. It's easy. The to- like creating the topic um, and the new angle is is the easy part. And so, and then you just run through this process, which is why we love it so much. And so definitely experiment with doing a rinse and repeat until you feel like you have that converting. And then you can move into experiencing with new 
are experimenting with new angles, new topics. So I'm always just really leaning into each of our clients to assess, like, would we do something a little different this time? Would we do the same thing? And we look at the stats, too, to tell us, to really give us that answer. It's going to depend on, you know, how many new leads do you have coming in? Um, how well did the last one do? Um, and just various things like that. Now, when we design our launch event, we design it, like I said, a, a scalable offer. And there's three things, three components that we really try to include in the experience itself. And it's the the curriculum, right, which is based, you know, the content, which we talked about, really hitting that why and the what. It's the community. So we're always trying to create the community around the launch event or make sure that the people that are signing up for the launch event are at least plugged into our community and there's connections occurring or they're showing up in the community. We know that when people kind of, when people plug themselves into something and they become some a part of something bigger, they're more likely to stay and they're more likely to convert. And so even in a masterclass environment, what we're doing is asking ourselves that question. How can we make sure uh, to create community with this environment and or plug them into the community that we have for them and encourage them to show up in a bigger way. And then the third part is the coaching. And this is something, again, that's super overlooked, but it's going to be so obvious when I say it, in that when you're doing a masterclass, I always encourage our clients to really highlight their coaching abilities. As a coach, you're going to want to actually show people how you coach. You want to give people a feeling and, a, and a, a, a perspective of your style of coaching. And so, it, and this isn't just, this isn't the teaching, this isn't the content component. This is you actually coaching people. And so regardless of whether it's a masterclass style launch event or it's a multi-day Finding ways to actually bring in your coaching. So, uh, you know, a simple way to do this is to do Q&A at the end. <laughs> and that alone, right, how you answer their questions and how you coach them is going to really highlight your coaching ability, your coaching expertise, because most of you didn't just wake up and decide to be a coach this morning. And I want people to understand that because there are a lot of people that did. And, and so we want people to see, like, how you coach and really get a feel for that. So one way you can do that is a Q&A. You can also in a multi-day event um, preserve like the last day or do a bonus day where it's just laser coaching. So we've done this several times before and it's really worked well where we invite people to a Zoom and they just bring their questions and we laser coach. It's just like hot seat. And I, I, I let them ask any question and I'm, I'm, t- I'm coaching them like I would a client. And it's really effective because especially if people don't like the way you coach, you don't want them to be a client. They're not going to be um, coachable. And so it's important as a coach to weave in your coaching ability within your masterclass, your challenge, your boot camp, whatever. And so it's as simple as taking questions, prompting people to ask you questions, telling people, I want this to be interactive. Please you know, ask your questions or you preserve specific time or specific day to do those hot seat coaching or the laser coaching. 
So those are some very specific examples. But when you look at all three of those, the coaching, the curriculum, the um, community, that those three together really create a dynamic experience so that you're plugging your people into, again, you, your movement, your community, the message, like your mission, and you're you're enrolling them. You're enrolling them into the bigger the bigger picture, if you will, and it creates a really really comprehensive experience. So we just covered a ton of ground. I love this. I didn't even have to stop once <laughs> to um, edit out or anything, which is so fun. But we love the launch event is just so fun it's so fun to design we help you inside of launch like a queen we help you really create a powerful promise for your launch event a headline we work quite a bit on the copy for your launch event you know your opt-in page and things like that because anymore people people's attention span is just so small and so as soon as someone clicks on your even opt-in page, right, this is the page that you share to get people to sign up, that we want them to, we want them to like click. There are, people will click, but we want them to register, right? And so don't um, take that for granted. I look at a lot of opt-in pages um, and that, again, is not necessarily most of your skill. It's not where your skills are because most of you are not marketers like I am, um, but that's why people lean on us. And so we we specifically help you build that out because that's where you can get a lot, a lot of traction. It's in the little, little things. So I hope this is helpful. In tomorrow, in the next episode, um, we're going to talk about the stage four of live launching, which is the offer invitation, the quote unquote pitch. <laughs> and this is the selling piece. And this is important because launching is not selling. And most people only launch. They don't sell. And that's where we don't have the conversions. You have to sell. And I'm going to talk about what that actually means, what that looks like, what that feels like, and how you can do it in the most authentic way. And really help you see that this is one of the most critical components of the overall process. And this is where you're going to have your conversions. And really help you see that this like selling is the best thing you can do for your people and I'm going to give examples of what this looks like so I hope you enjoyed and I can't wait for next time hey you thank you so much for listening it's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world but my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs, just like you, are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. See you there.